0: This is Dr. Kate Eckert with the Form, Function, and Flow Lab podcast. I'm a chiropractor, yoga instructor, anatomy junkie, and movement educator, and I am looking forward to exposing you to all sorts of ways that you can prehab your body to avoid injury and maintain those hobbies, activities, sports that you love to do. And we'll also be focusing a lot on the pregnant and postpartum journey and making sure that you can return to those activities that you love, or even keep doing them while you're pregnant. This is Dr. Kate, and today's podcast episode is going to be on my yoga journey. Um, I did not always love yoga, um, and I'm not sure... You know this about me, but I did do yoga teacher training back in 2010 and I um started to love yoga after grad school. Um, my first yoga class was at a YMCA and it was a Hatha Yoga class. My friend convinced me to do it. I thought it was terrible. I I probably would like it better now, knowing more of what I know. Um, But at the time, I liked to spin. I liked to teach exercise classes. I liked to lift heavy. I liked a ton of cardio. I was an exercise junkie, and that sitting and not flowing was terrible for me. I had a hard time. I felt like the bad kid. In kindergarten, that can't sit still. So I did the six weeks because I paid for it. And then I said never again. And that was before I went to grad school. So then I went to grad school. I did a ton of heavy lifting, did, you know, spinning, figure competitions, those kind of things. And at that point in my life, yoga to me was very expensive and I was very intrigued by this hot yoga that I kept seeing so this was like in 2000 I don't know that been 2004 through seven so I would be reading my fitness magazine or whatever and I was like oh this like detox you it was like getting it you know I was in chiropractic school and talking you know we we're learning about Um, lots of nutritional stuff and all sorts of deeper health things. So it was like melding that with hearing about this hot yoga stuff. And I thought, oh, that would be really cool. Maybe once I graduate, I would try that because it seemed like more of an athletic thing. So once I got out of, um, <clears throat> chiropractic school I started taking hot yoga classes and it of course you like stuff that you're good at right everybody likes stuff that they, comes naturally to them so I have danced my entire life all the way through college I did cheerleading I did gymnastics so being super flexible and good at standing on my hands made me really like something that incorporates all those things. Um so and I liked to sweat and feel like I had gotten a really good um cleansing workout out of it. And I loved that in a flow class, a hot the hot yoga classes that I were taking were more Vinyasa flows that they linked it up to breath and it was almost like a dance. So I enjoyed that part of it. Super physical, almost like a dance incorporated tricks (laughs) to it. Um, and I loved it and I kept doing it. I moved to Pittsburgh. Uh, it was my, my release from long hours and a crummy job. And, um, I didn't like the fact that in a yoga class, you it's not like they tell you, this is exactly how I want you to do this. You kind of just look around and occasionally they'll give you cues because the classes that we're going to had a ton of people in them, they don't have time to give every individual like cues on like, okay, you're doing this wrong, you're doing this wrong. And I don't like doing things wrong. I wanted to know exactly how each thing was supposed to be done. So when a teacher training came up, I thought, uh, I really like this and I would want to get better at it. Um, I don't really have time to teach, but I like, this seemed like the, it seemed like the best way to get better at it. So I took their teacher training, uh, 200 hour teacher training. I really enjoyed it. And I thought I could definitely use this with my patients. So then I started that process of incorporating the different poses just singularly picked out from the yoga practice and giving it to my patients. And then I noticed like from my job, I was getting super restricted and tight from being bent over people all the time. And I would do stretches and stuff, but then I would incorporate some foam rolling and whatnot. And that's like when I started incorporating that in for myself and then giving it to patients and then giving them the yoga pose to stack on top of that and work not just um flexibility but the strength portion because a lot of people that would come into my office would be like oh yoga isn't that just stretching i was like "Uh, oh, no i <laughs> i mean can you do a handstand <laughs> But and there's you know the chaturangas are very much like push-ups and um, it's very strength based depending on what type of yoga you are doing. Um, so i incorporating a few different things to help me broaden my practice in that way. Um, I and I still love a hot class, but once I move to um, where my current office is I made great friends with a Pilates studio and then they decided to incorporate yoga too and I love their classes and they did hot vinyasa classes I moved to Grove City where I live now and there happened to be an Ashtanga studio and they do have vinyasa classes they have a whole wide range of classes but what the owner is her true like passion and primary style of yoga that she does is ashtanga. And the first time I went to her class, it was very different than I what I was used to yo, or vinyasa flow wise. And we finished the class, we get done. And I was like, so that was the shtanga. And she's like, no, that was a vinyasa flow class. And it's just funny because I was so used to the style of a few different studios that I would go to in Pittsburgh that I was like, yours was so vastly different. I just assumed that that was a <laughs> but it wasn't. Um, so then I finally went to my first ashtanga class and it was super humbling because it's, it is the grandfather of, of the vinyasa class. But the vinyasa classes I would take in Pittsburgh were more a different pose to each breath. So a flowing sequence and a lot of focus on more, I would say, more arm balances and less binds. So Ashtanga uses a lot of these very different binds that seem to be lacking in my my training for the vinyasa 200 hour. So when I took the very first shangra class, so I took was a full primary. So that's an hour and a half and they go through the whole sequence. It's the same thing every time. And I sucked and I hated that because I <laughs> don't like being bad at stuff. So I was like, Sigh. Hate this, that I, I need to practice. I need this written down so that I can practice so I don't look like a goon coming in here. Um, I think what was hard for me was all the arm lines because I, I even with doing preemptive prehab type activities for my work, my shoulders get super bound up and tight from working on people all the time. And I was like, oh, this is not going to do. I need to fix This. So I got really into doing the Ashtanga classes. And it's funny how the first class you do, you're like, oh my goodness, I feel like I'm walking around with two left feet. And then six months later, it's like you're um, at one with the practice kind of a thing. So I really do, I do love Ashtanga. I can, I love practicing it. I love that it's the same thing each time and that it builds on it and you can move up to this. There's like series one, series two. And as you master each one, then you can move up kind of a thing. Lots of studios just stay at series one because it takes sometimes a lifetime to learn series one. The thing that I see with patients that come in that practice this style Is that they're lacking um, the, they are good with push movements. So pushing like down dog, chaturanga, all those um, push movements that are engaging the front side of their body. They're lacking in the pull movements. So pull-ups, back engagement, that kind of thing. And sometimes that imbalance can give us shoulder issues and a a whole range of things. So when I have someone that loves to do a regularly, I like to give them some simple, simple banded exercises to prevent that asymmetry from happening. Because we want to keep the shul- shoulder joint centrated. And what that means is that the top of your arm bone, your humerus has a ball at the top and it should fit in the little cup or socket that the scapula makes for it to sit in. And it should be centered right in the center, so that it moves nice and smoothly. If it's not, it's going to draw it forward, back, whatever. It's not going to be lined up well. It's going to cause friction and degeneration and all those kind of things, and it's going to give you a shoulder problem. So <clears throat> I'll give. I like to give people that practice a lot of ashtanga, those kind of exercises to avoid that. The other thing that yoga in general seems to lack uh, our hamstring and glute engagement Um, and adductor. So that would be your inner thigh, those three, three things. And those are super important for hip centration. So both have a ball, the shoulders and the hips have these balls that sit the top of the bone and should fit in a cup like socket. And we want them to be centered or if they're not centered, you're going to have a lot of problems. I myself because I am super flexible Gumby hips had a lot of slack in my, in my hip and it created lots of problems in my one hip. And I hope not too far gone because I don't want my hip replacement. Um, but I liked if I'm teaching, uh, I haven't taught since before the pandemic in person, I'll do prehab flows on our, on our just Breathe page, but, I haven't been in the studio teaching since before the pandemic. But if I were to structure a vinyasa flow class, I would incorporate a lot of going from um, warrior three to standing the warrior three to get that glute and hamstring engagement because it's super important in your hip health, low back health, all those things. And I would do stuff like a side plank, but with the lower leg lifted to engage the adductors or your inner thigh. Also very important in centrating that hip joint. Now that's how you can make a more balanced body flow in a vinyasa class. But if you're doing a shtanga, you don't have that, that flexibility or that option because it's the same series each time. So if you want to be, think of it as like being an athlete, and that's the that's the sport you pick, you've got to do some cross training to prevent injury. And it's, it's not bad. It's, um, you just have to do the prehab to avoid having an injury with that. Um, so I love Ashnagra. It just you can't do all of one thing. You have to keep it a little bit balanced. Um, when I was teaching, I would incorporate these mobility classes that would use um, yoga tuna balls, and foam rollers, and we would do some mobility. Then we would do some yoga poses, a flow of yoga poses to tap into what we had just mobilized, and then we would do some strengthening. And it was almost like doing prehab without people realizing it was prehab. And we would do like a shoulder day or a hip day, and those kind of things. And I loved piecing together parts from all my different things. So we've got the, the self myofascial release that I give my patients. We've got the yoga flowing and, and poses that we had from my yoga background and then doing some strengthening <clears throat> because I find that a lot of times patients are given these static stretches where you just pull on something for a very long time. And passive flexibility is not functional. You want to have active flexibility and strength that you can control. And that gives you mobility and mobility is what helps us be pain-free and injury-free. So I liked to incorporate that strength component because I feel like that's what keeps you healthier in the long run. And that is definitely how I feel. And that's how I, um, was, was able to rehab my hip issue myself. Um, I think people really underestimate that strength component and it's easy to just passively stretch something, but it doesn't, it usually doesn't help in the long run. Um, so, I would say now I, I am much more open to all different types of yoga. I still love Ashtanga class because I, I know what I'm going to get, and I'm going to you know do the other stuff that I know that I I lack in. For me, especially, is all that um, hip, hamstring, and uh, adductor. Uh, engagement, but I also love a good, hot, sweaty flow class too. And I probably would like a Hatha class better at this point in my life because, you know, I've incorporated some meditation into my practice and I'm getting better at sitting still. I don't love it, but I'm better at it. Um, but yeah. So if somebody has taken a yoga class and they say yoga is not for them, that was me. I said yoga was not for me and I love yoga now. So I urge you to, if you've taken a yoga class, you think it is just not at all for you. I urge you to take another type or seek out a type that works with you or with your body. Um, Because there probably is a form out there that is for you. And even Ashtanga Studios, the studio here at Grove City, they make lots of adjustments. They're not a super strict, like, oh, does that hurt you? I don't care. You will do it because that is the Ashtanga sequence. Like every studio is different too. So even if it's still an Ashtanga studio, it might not be the one for you. Maybe you need a little more flexibility because you might be dealing with an injury, an old past injury you might just be, have some degeneration in a certain joint that doesn't allow you to do Lotus or something like that from the musculoskeletal standpoint, adjustments and props like a yoga block or a strap or those kind of things are meant to help you and make your practice better or not worse. And I would say I was definitely, um, the type of person when I first started in, a, in the hot vinyasa classes that if somebody was like, Oh, do you want a block? I'd be like, I don't need a block. No. But now I'm like, Oh yeah, I'm going to use this block to get my adductors working. I'm going to use this, so that I feel this more. Like I'm way more open to props. I don't know if it's because, uh, my, a pride thing or I've lost my pride. I don't know. But <laughs> I'm way more open to using props and trying to get the most benefit from bolsters and all those kind of things. Um, But yeah, so if you have any questions about different styles of yoga, or if you've tried a type of yoga and you want a suggestion on maybe a different kind to try, feel free to reach out and let me know. And yeah, if you have any questions, I'm here. I look forward to working with you guys. And if you have any topics that you'd like discussed, make sure to comment below and let me know because I'd be happy to share all the knowledge that I have on those issues.